Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Half Full Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and this week, joining me is my favorite co-host, Zeke. Hey, guys, what's up? All right, guys, so today we're going to be talking all about portable slash mobile gaming. We're going to be talking a little bit about um, Teamfight Tactics coming to mobile, and we're also going to be talking about Nintendo Switch and lots of our favorite ports and games that have been coming to the Nintendo Switch recently. But before we get into that, let's talk about what we've been up to. It's been a little while since we've had you on the podcast, Zeke. What have you been playing? Well, I've still been playing a lot of Teamfight Tactics. Uh, the new set came out, which is really good. It's also on mobile now, so it fits into the mobile uh, topic for today, too. And it's actually, the, the new set's fun. I, I think I think the new set the, the new sets really helps keep the game interesting. You know what I mean? Kind of, oh, it's all new now. You know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of... Sometimes the meta can get a little old and dry, and they really spun in some new stuff. There's some really cool new mechanics. I kind of hope they they uh, up the new mechanics a little bit more. Um, galaxies, they have this new Galaxies thing. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that. I've also been dabbling with like uh, League of Legends still. I still do the, a little bit of that, and I've been watching the LCS. They took like a week off, and so then they're, now they're back. Season, the end of the season's though pretty good. A lot of tiebreakers and stuff. It's pretty close, pretty competitive still. Which I'm enjoying, um, and then you I have, you yeah. haven't been playing your Nintendo Switch because you left it at my house. So, but I know you want to get on that and play some stuff. Yes, yeah. Well, we had a Super Smash night, and I brought it over, and then I left it there because I was I left a little early um, when I got eliminated from the tournament. But yeah, so I mean, we played a little bit of that since the last time I've been on. Um, also, I've been playing. I I just last night I I tried out a new thing. Um, we uh we have some friends in New York City right now, and they wanted to do a board game night, virtual board game night, which I was a little skeptical about, but it actually turned out really well. We 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 all downloaded the there's a Monopoly app on for iOS and Android. Yeah, and and it costs like three bucks, I think, and you can play online lobby. So what we did is we we turned on like FaceTime on my on the iPad that I have. Mm-hmm. They turned it theirs on on their uh, computer, and then we we all downloaded the game and we sat down and we played a game of Monopoly. Which actually, honestly, the app itself I think was good. There was we had the one little hiccup where like uh, we were still getting used to the UI, and well, somebody accidentally got how disconnected, does, how does and we had to restart. And we Monopoly. had to restart. Um, how do you trade someone? But, like, say I want to trade you Boardwalk for two hundred dollars and this, and they give you like the can you yeah, do that? you could. You could tell they put a lot of money into the app because <laughs> the, the UI is actually pretty decent. Um, so wh- what happens is you, your turn goes, right? And the dice show up on the, the screen and you can see the board. You can always see the board. And you, you throw the dice or whatever. And then, or so, well, actually, so you don't have to throw the dice. You can click the center to throw the dice or you have, it gives you like four options off to the right. There's like a little a sh- a sh- a sh- a shaking hands, which is a trade. And you can offer any number of properties. Like basically you click trade and you can just press any property around the map you want that you own or wow. someone else owns, and it'll just automatically make a trade. You can add cash. You know, like, oh, you give me 200 in Boardwalk, and I'll give you, you know, these three places. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it, that's literally how it works. Um, and so that you can basically do any kind of trade you want. Um, it does all the money calculations for you. Um, there's a few limitations here and there, but there's even like a lot of customizations for like house rules and stuff like that. Like, so, so what's the name of what's the name of the app? Monopoly. It's an official Monopoly app. It's called Monopoly. Probably by Hasbro Games or something. I think is who owns it. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah Hasbro. Hasbro is the I yeah that's the the, the brand that pops up when you load the game. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because Hasbro has yeah, they like actually most, make a lot of games. They make most a lot of board games. games these days, or the the old school ones that you know of, are usually owned by Hasbro, unless they're newer and then they're made by some smaller company sometimes. So, but yeah, yeah. I I was really surprised at how well like all the features worked. You know what I mean? There was a few instances where like it wasn't the exact same as like you know you might have played when you were kids, but. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't game breaking or game altering, and there's a qu quite a bit of customizations to the rules that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, overall, I give it a really successful experience. We were all trying it for the, like the first time that day, so there was a, you know, a little heard. hiccup in the beginning. But besides that, once we got into it, it, it actually the end game went quicker. It actually moves a little quick, quite a bit quicker, I think, than the board game does because it's so fast. Like you just click and roll. If you don't want to do anything else, it just next person clicks and rolls, clicks and rolls, and trade this. The trades can be a little lengthy, and the auctions sometimes might be a, a tiny bit. Well, not really the auctions, more so the trading. You know what I mean? If someone's sitting there like coming up with a complicated trade, you know. Mm -hmm. But we were we were all on voice, so we could like talk about it too, so we didn't have to like go through the trade process as much. Yeah, but I we can still see. Did. I can see if you weren't on voice with somebody their turn might feel like it takes a little longer because you don't really know what they're thinking. But once you're on voice... So I've heard about people doing this kind of thing, playing board well, games virtually. Too. You can do turns, too. So, like, you can have it set up. So, like, you take your turn, and then you, like, go do something, and then, like, in an hour, you jump on, and, oh, they've taken their turn now, so now you take your turn kind of thing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, could... I feel like that would go really slow. But I... but I'm, Yes. But talking about mobile gaming and that kind of thing and just on-the-go gaming and being able to take stuff with you... This is actually kind of cool that you just did that because that's kind of our discussion for today, right? So yeah, I've heard about people doing this sort of thing and having virtual board game nights. I've never done it, um, but I'm glad to hear that yours was successful and it worked out because um, that's kind of cool. It's a way to, to hang out with relatives or people over long distances or even people that you just can't get out and see for a little while. Um, so it yeah. kind of, it's cool. Yeah, I'd like to see or hear about more people doing that. Maybe I'll give it a try one day. I'd have to find the people I want to do it with. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. Monopoly is a pretty good game. There's actually a lot of games like that on, like Clue, and there's like a whole Hasbro package you can buy for like nine bucks. Comes with like four different games. I don't know. That one was one of the one of the ones that stood out to me because I like that game, and most people I think, at least, don't mind a Monopoly. But uh, but yeah, pretty cool. So I think that's pretty much all I've been up to. Have you seen any think. good movies or TV shows? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually, I've been watching also pretty on topic for gaming. There's a, so, there's an Apple, I don't know if you guys heard of the Apple streaming service, Apple TV or whatever plus, mm -hmm. but I, we bought, like, I bought an Apple TV about a little while ago, and, and it came with a free year's subscription, and they have this show on there called Mythic Quest. Have you heard of it, DJ? I've heard the name before, but I haven't watched anything on Apple TV it's yet. It's really cool, actually. It's pretty decent. It actually, my wife really likes it. It's more like, it's kind of like a sitcom, you know, like like you might think of um, like Friends or like more like maybe The Office or something like, you know what I mean? Or I don't know, something along those lines, you know what I mean? But But the topic is it's about a company that develops an online, pretty much World of Warcraft, but they call it Mythic Quest. It's, it's, the so it's it's very world of warcraft s game but they actually partnered with ubisoft so ubisoft is like people who help make the video game stuff and they 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 help they, they helped make it so it's a little more accurate right i don't know how exactly that worked but they were somehow involved with the making 
and the idea of the, the show. And so it's about the like the dramas and the inner workings of like you know the lead programmer is a girl and she's like you know and then like one whole episode's like you know they 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 tackle a lot of like you know women in gaming but also like they have some really cool you know to I be mean? like and like a little bit of like the toxic like atmosphere but in a very funny more comical way but at the same time it's it's just I don't know I don't know how to explain it it's really great check it out if you don't like the first episode or two. You don't like it, you know what I mean? It's not that much of a time commitment, but I, I'd recommend checking it out, especially if you're a fan of video games and you want to somehow get, like, maybe your wife or someone who maybe isn't as into video games as you are, you know? It's something, like, it's a, I think it's a cool crossover between, like, video games and a really good TV show, and I don't know, we're enjoying it. We've been watching it, like, an episode a night kind of thing, and I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Cool. <clears throat> I, uh, I recently watched Dr. Doolittle, the newest one, I want to see that one. It wasn't that great. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it really wasn't. I actually had high hopes for it. I was really excited to see it. Um, I think that they spent so much money on getting great actors that lots of the voice actors are really popular actors. And the the lead uh, himself, um, oh, gosh, brain fr- brain freeze. Um, Tony Stark, who, who plays Iron Man. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., Right. Okay. You put him in your movie. You're obviously paying through the nose for him. Why? Why didn't you get like a good story? Because the story sucked. Robert Downey Jr. Awesome. Uh, the comedy, the characters, funny. The story was like, eh. It just wasn't engaging. It was so boring and drawn out and very predictable and just. Did the slow. kids like it at least? Oh, they, we didn't watch with the kids. It was oh, okay. a, a date night. Yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't even think about that. Maybe kids enjoy it more. Yeah, maybe. I know when I was a kid, I enjoyed the original Dr. Doolittle. Well, the, like, the OG, OG one. You know, yes, really, yes, really that's, old I was having that discussion with my wife because she's never seen it. I'm yeah, like, I've seen Dr. Doolittle, and she's like, yeah, Eddie Murphy. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. no, no. no. That is not Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> that's I'm sorry. Not Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle's older than that. Um, yes, that was, a, that was a good one. I didn't like the new... Uh, the new Eddie Murphy one as much. Me um, I was kind of, so I was kind of excited to see this one because it looked like they were kind of going back to that like old, like, you know, a timepiece back in like you know England kind of, you know. The, and, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, they did, um, and it was better, and it was not poorly done. It's just the story. I feel I don't know who wrote it, so but it was really weak. Um, there was no excitement, no twists, nothing interesting. So I was just like, that's kind of flat. Um, I was just really excited to see it, so, eh, oh well. Um, I also finished up watching Star Trek Picard, which I... Oh, I keep meaning to, that's like, it's on my list, I just, I I haven't pulled the thing to, like, subscribe to the service yet. I really want to see that, though. You can probably binge watch it on a free subscription in one week at this point. There's only, like, eight episodes. Um... Yeah, I gotta find the time, though, yeah. It is awesome. Um, Patrick Stewart does a great job. And reprising his role as um, John Luke Picard. And they have the Borg in the show, which the Borg are like my favorite. They have some new characters that are really cool, and they return a lot of old characters. I heard from... there's a lot of fan service in it. There is. There's tons of fan service of old characters. Like they brought back. back like all the greats, you know what I mean? Like all the greatest things. Like, oh, the Borg, everyone loved the Borg. Oh, everybody loves, you know, Data. Oh, everybody loves, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the entire season is about Data. Um, that's what Star Trek Picard is. Don't spoil it too much. Don't spoil it too much. But I, I, I know. I, I saw him in like the previews or whatever. Right. Keep it's all. It. It's all about data, you know, or things that have to do with data and Picard. It's not. See, this is the only thing about the show. It's not a Star Trek show, at all. 
There's no Enterprise. Yeah. There's no flying yeah. about space going on missions. It. Yeah. It's which I think is amazing. It's so awesome. It's like a story set in the Star Trek universe that's not your typical Star Trek show, and I loved it. Can't wait for the next season. Hopefully they 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 get another one. So um, it was really good. I have an ongoing review which should be completed this weekend, where I review every single episode as well as my general thoughts on the whole thing on the website. So you can check out that at halffullreviews.com. Um, but also, I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone. If you've been listening to the past couple episodes, you probably know what I've been up to. Um, but I'm playing a lot of Warzone, having a lot of fun with it. Um, a little bit of Magic the Gathering here and there still. And, oh, I just beat Pokemon Shield. Woohoo! Oh, I, nice. Trying to beat it, like, two nights ago. I finally just, like... Oh, I don't know if I mentioned... I beat Jedi Fallen Order. I don't know if I mentioned that on a previous podcast or not. Maybe I did. Did you like the ending? Um, with it, without, I, two, without spoilers? Oh, my or... gosh. I loved the game. I loved that game. I honestly... I'm, like, really close to going back and playing it again, like, on a harder setting. Well, you should because... also... I know you want to play Jedi Academy, which is going to be one of our topics today. That's why I'm, like, I'm like sitting there. I, I think I'm probably going to try that one first, and if it doesn't stick my interest... Oh, it will. It feels too it's dated, good. you know? I don't know. I can't remember what it's like to play it, but I really want to play that. No, it holds up. I played okay, through good. it again recently on PC, because um, I have it on PC as well. It definitely holds up. Great game. Um, it's fast-paced, Jedi Academy is. Um, because yeah. you get to pick your own missions as you go, and you can skip missions or do extra missions. So there's nothing really slowing you down, and the game well, just great. it keeps a nice fast pace to it. And you you yeah, get that, in and I've out played of that game several. I played that game several times. And I quick know quick saves. You get quick saves and stuff. Back so in it's the just, day, yeah, it's a good game. Another thing that yeah. is kind of interesting that I'll we'll mention too. Um, I've been watching some stuff on Jumanji, the video game. Because I also saw Jumanji 2 again recently. I rewatched it. That's a video it. game? Yeah, they made Jumanji the video game for Nintendo Switch. And really? It, it didn't get very good reviews. Um, but I was like, I would really like to try it because you can play four people on one Switch. You all pick a character. So I was like, come on. I love the movie. This has got to be cool, right? I don't care how lame yeah. it is. It has to be kind of cool. Yeah. But, how was it? it? I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to buy it. I'm just waiting for it. Um my birthday to bring me some birthday cash or for it to go on sale one or the other um gotcha because i, I do want to pick it up just to goof around with on the couch but it only be, takes an hour and a half to beat the entire game it's very short there's only four levels it's four characters and it's basically run and gun with uh some puzzle don't jump here jump there kind of stuff and that's it it's very oh, nice. brief it's not exactly what you'd be hoping for in a jumanji game there's not a whole lot of story um so, eh, it looks like this is cheaply made, but it looks fun enough for, to entertain a couple people on a couch, because it's couch co-op, you know? So Yeah, that sounds interesting. I know there's another game that's kind of like that, the... Did you hear about the Avengers one? I don't know if that ever if that ever actually came out. There was, like, an Avengers game that was supposed to come out. I'm not sure if it's... I don't think it's out yet, honestly. It might be it. Maybe it came out. I, I get was a little like confused a... with it, because there's another Avengers game that's on PC that I keep seeing on Twitter all the time. And they keep releasing new characters. So there's something going on with that that I don't really know. But then, yes, there's supposed to be something else. So we'll have to double back and do some research on that. Because I definitely well, well, would be we interested played, in something. We, Couch we played the original. It came with one of the Xboxes. I don't know if you remember this a while back. A long time ago. I got it. I, you know how we used, to, we used to trade off? Like, you'd get an, an Xbox or a console one, one year. And then, like, two years, three years later, I'd get the console. You know what I mean? And that was the year I got the console. And it came with a... Um, uh with this uh older version of the it was like a 
kind of a pseudo top down sort of in a sense but like you just get to pick a character one of the uh, you know marvel characters and you go around and you, you just beat up bad guys together it's co-op it was, it, was, it, was, it was fun i think they're redoing it making a new version of it but anyways on the topic of marvel games that are good um i we recently went on a disney cruise not too recently it was actually only six eight months ago we all went on a disney cruise and in the kids area on the disney cruise they have a bunch of xboxes set up right and it mm-hmm. brought me back to a game that we haven't ever talked about on here, but it's Disney Infinity. And oh, with, I loved that with the figures. That game oh, is incredible because you can also I play. You can also play split screen on one TV, and you can just I take was... your your little action figure guy and stick him on the pad, and he goes into uh, the game. You can play. They have all the different Spider Man characters, all the different. They I added was so, so many. Upset. I was so upset when they got rid of them when they discontinued that. But my, me my and Rebecca kids, loved that game. My kids me and my wife loved that game. Totally enjoyed it when they got to try it. And I have it all. I own it all. So maybe one day I'll yeah, set it up for them to play. I own it too, because... but they stopped supporting it. You know what I mean? And well, you it can was still so play much fun. it. They just don't yeah. have like new content coming out and there's no new characters. But Which I was so upset when that happened. It felt like it was such a big success. You know, It felt so cool and, and good. But Toy, just... Toys to Life, Disney Infinity, that was such a cool thing. Hopefully that loops back around one day. It was um, so cool because, like, I could sit there and play as, like, Obi-Wan and Rebecca could sit there and play as Mulan, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, uh, Rebecca could be Mulan, you know. Yeah, Elsa with, like, and a... Spider-Man hanging out. Like, when can you have yeah. that? Yeah. So. Like, I got to play my Star Wars game and she got to play her, you know, whatever, Disney, whatever. Anyways, that was that is a good throwback. That's a good. That was a good game. I wish they hadn't gotten rid of it. But anyways. All right. Next? Hey, hey, Anything what, else you've been up to? Not really. I think that's it. If I think about it, I'll bring it up. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into the discussion today and start talking about some mobile and portable gaming. Welcome to the discussion, everybody. I have a funny story to tell you all. So we were in the middle of recording when my computer decided to give us the blue screen of death. And we probably had about 20 minutes of the discussion already recorded, and we lost it. So... We're going to uh, do it all over again for you. And this time, you guys get the refined version, the practiced version. So it'll probably be even better than the first one. <laughs> but if you're, you if you're a podcaster, this may have happened to you before. I've heard it many times happening to people where they lose the whole recording or part of the recording. So luckily, we were able to salvage the first half of the podcast. So that's good. It makes it, our job a little easier. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in here. Zeke, let's talk about some teamfight tactics. Um, you've been playing it on mobile recently after playing it for a long time on PC. I played it for quite a while on PC. Before I let you jump in and discuss the more detailed stuff, I do want to just tell people what it is. It's made by the Riot Games, the developers of League of Legends, and it's like a board game on your computer or your mobile. Like Basically, you purchase uh, and trade and sell these with in-game currency. I'm, I'm off on the wrong foot already. <laughs> it's like an auto-battler. Yes, it's it's what, like, yeah, so it's like it's a chessboard auto-battler auto where you select you, these pieces you want and put them on the board and they fight the other person's pieces. And during the fight, you don't have to do anything except watch. Think of it like like Magic the Gathering or like a card game in a sense where like you have a bunch of like random, there's like a random element of like you're drawing like champions, right? Or like some kind of card, you know, like that does something. But in this case, they're all champions like in the like game League of Legends or like in a MOBA or something. And they all have different a different ability. And you get to arrange them on the board, assign them items that can buff them up. And, you know, depending on which ones you have on the field, 
they like they can combine and you, there's like things like classes and traits that make them better. So like you know like in other in like card games and stuff like that, it's just the there's synergies. That's the word I'm looking for. There's synergies between the certain characters and things like that. And so you set them up and then they just kind of do their thing. They battle someone else, one of the other random other seven players. And then, you know, you, you see how your team did. You make some adjustments, maybe, you know, try to develop and you just move on like that. And that's kind of the basics of it. So um, so, so it's a match by match. You're playing. I think there's like nine people playing at the same time. And every time your little squad of team guys lose on the board, you personally lose a little bit of life. And once yes. your life is depleted, you're knocked out of the tournament, let's call it, the rounds, whatever. You have to yeah. decide to play again from scratch. And and when that happens, you start off with one character again on the board. And as you play through, you level up and you get two characters and three characters. And you keep getting to strategically make changes to your team, place them on the board and say go. And then they fight yeah. the other people. So you've been playing on um, your phone or a tablet? So I, I've, I played a lot of it on my computer when it first came out, and I just recently switched up and started picking it up on my phone, and I've also tried it on my tablet as well. Um, That's I a think really it, small it, screen, isn't it? Does it look good? It's, I, it's yeah, actually, they did a pretty good. They did a pretty good job. They did a pretty good job with it. Um, definitely, I, I, I think I give it like maybe like a three and a half to four out of five. I think. Um, I definitely think I def I. I they're going to make some improvements to it, I'm sure. They're uh, working on that kind of stuff. They have to add in, like, purchases for, like, you know, different maps and different things like that, like aesthetic things, you know what I mean, I'm sure, to start monetizing it. But for now, they actually did a really good job of making it playable. Like, I think that was their main goal, was just get the app out there, make it playable, and pre create a pretty decent UI, you know what I mean? I'd recommend going through the tutorial really quick just to know all the options you can do, because... They did a good job of making it look clean, but at the same time, there's lots of things you can do. You just have to know, like, oh, if you drag this over here, it sells it. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's a, there's a few things. It's just, I think it's still pretty intuitive. There's a lot you can do. Um, but yeah, I I've been in I've been really enjoying it. I, I think the app's good. Um, I play a lot on the PC mainly because I've been home a lot lately. But I definitely could see myself eventually playing ranked on it as I get better at. Uh, like as I adjust to some of the more high, like the higher level mechanics that mm -hmm. that are required sometimes to kind of get ranked up, but I think if you're just getting into it, you know what I mean. I know I had a ton of fun when I was just starting to get into it. So it's it's free to play, over. and as far as we yes. know, it, it cross plays, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, because you could rank up your your rank gets carried across mobile and the computer version, so it's pretty much got to be cross play. Well, that's that's really cool. They, yeah. With a smaller screen, do you feel at a disadvantage playing at someone who's on a PC with a mouse? Uh, yes, but only because I've played a lot on a PC and I'm really comfortable on a PC. I think as I get more comfortable on mobile, I think it'll be good enough that I won't mind playing ranked. And I, I'll feel like I'm kind of at that point now where I, I actually still do. I do pretty well when I play mobile. So it's just a matter of getting used to it. What's your uh, a more fun question? What's your favorite uh, set of characters to play with? Because I know that there's like bonuses Ooh, for using good. certain like all assassins or all mages or what's your favorite thing that's, you're playing with right now? That's a really good question. So I right now one of my favorite comps up until this yeah still probably my favorite comp is Celestials, which is a trait that you can get um, to 
two, four, and at uh, two champions, four champions, and six champions. The more you have, you know, twos. Uh, basically, what the buff does is it allows all of your abilities, all the damage you do, all the damage your champions, any champion on the map does, will then percentage of that damage will heal them. Cool. So, so that, I thought that I like that a lot, and so that's that, that one is, is fun for me. It's it's fun. I like to pick things that aren't as popular, so that I can kind of, um, I don't know, because it's more fun for me that way. I just like to try to innovate and try new things. Also, they just reworked the Dark Stars, which I kind of liked the Dark Stars before, but I really like the rework they did to them. I'm kind of curious to try that out too, as well. I really is. liked the there was a, a snow one. I don't know what it's called, but there was like a glacial. Glacial. I liked glacial because every so many attacks you had a chance to freeze somebody. I thought oh, that was you... fun. Yeah. And I also like Last... elemental, um, where if you get enough of the elemental guys, they create this rock monster guy who helps you fight, and you get like an extra yeah. character on the board. I liked those two, and oh. I was playing a lot. So yeah, so that was the first set. They don't actually have those traits anymore. They did have glacial. Last set, they do. So every time, like every like four, three or four months, they come out with a new set, and like then a new they, season, like a new Fortnite exactly. season or something. And they keep like maybe half the champions. Some of them they change up a little bit. They make a, basically they make a like a pretty big overhaul, but they keep like half of the same things. Oh, like, so they're removing the some champions here. as they go. Yes. Interesting. Yes. 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 <clears throat> yeah, but like they'll come back too. Like, like for instance, um. Oh, it's, oh, I don't, I don't know anything off. The, I, it's, it's uh, anyways. But so like Glacial got carried over into the second set. It actually, was really fun in the second set because they introduced brawlers and oh, there was um, and brawlers were like these melee bruiser type champions. And if you had three of them, they had a percentage. And then if you had six of them, basically they would just do AOE basic attacks. And so like you could freeze like three people at a time with Glacial. It was really good. It was a little strong at one point, but it was, it was fun. But then, like, in the newest set, they got rid of Glacial, but they added a bunch of, like, a lot of new stuff. They added some really cool mechanics. If you're interested in it, go to the website, check it out, Google it, or download the, just download the app and watch the, there's, like, a introduction video, and it was just great. It explains all the classes, and then you can also just play the quick tutorial and get started. And if you'd fun. like somebody to play with... Uh, find our Discord server. You can go to halffullreviews.com, click the Discord yep. button. I think it's at the bottom or on the right side. There's a Discord button. Jump in our Discord server and find Jedi Zeke with a three, yeah, J3DI yeah. Zeke. And uh, just message yeah, friend him. Friend me in the League of Legends client, and uh, I'll find you. And you can He's also me Jedi that. Zeke in the League of Legends client. So friend him. And we also have other people who like to play Teamfight Tactics. We have a Priority Zero and a ZOA 500. So we have a couple people. Who, who like to play League of Legends and Teamfight Tactics. So if you're looking for people to play with, jump in, meet some, you know, make some friends. So Yeah, um, so uh, what's the next uh, topic? So I do want to, on the topic of mobile gaming and portable and cross-play, I think it's cool that you can cross-play in Teamfight Tactics. You can also cross-play on Fortnite and Rocket League and the new Call of Duty Warzone. And I just I was mentioning before, and I just think it's it's really cool that we live in a world of cross-play right now, right? Like, you can be playing with people on a PlayStation or an Xbox or a PC for some games. The games I just mentioned, even. Um, Minecraft cross-plays from uh, iPhones and Androids to computers to Xbox. You can cross-play all on the same server with your friends. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone, um, the newest thing, actually cross-plays PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And I've been playing with people from all three in voice chat works. I know Fortnite does the same thing. Fortnite was one of the first people to start really carrying that crossplay torch. It is a really cool thing. Um, and if you're into mobile gaming and crossplay and things like that, 
I highly recommend getting a Switch, and that's what I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about. Some of our uh, our favorite Switch games, maybe some reasons to own a Switch. Um, I'm going to basically talk you into buying a Switch, so get ready for it. Um, not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Yes, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not even a Nintendo podcast, so. <laughs> but, but um, if you didn't know, those games I just mentioned, not Warzone and not Team Fight Tactics, but Rocket League and Fortnite are both on Switch, as well as some. Uh, a lot of retro older games have been being ported over to Switch, like the Jedi Smash Knight. Smash Brothers. Okay, so we'll talk about first-party games, like Super Smash Brothers is on Nintendo Switch, and Breath of the Wild is on Nintendo Switch, and Pokemon series, and all the Mario. All those are on Switch. And So if you're a fan of any of those franchises, that's enough of a reason to get you on board with, with Nintendo and having a Switch. But also, um, third-party stuff is huge, too. Uh, Stardew Valley is a farming game, but it's also an adventure game. It's top-down, so it plays like a mix between... Zelda, Pokemon, and Farmville, or something like that. You know, you do a little farming, a little bit of house upgrading, a little bit of uh, marketplace. You can go into town and make friends and, and get married, or you could go on adventures and go down dungeons and fight monsters, learn magic. It's a pretty cool game. Stardew Valley was really big on PC, and it is also available on Nintendo Switch, and it's even multiplayer, but you have to have two Switches or two computers to play multiplayer. You can't play and share. Um, it's only $14.99. Another great game is Skyrim. Everybody loves Skyrim. And if you purchase Skyrim on Nintendo Switch, it's $59.99, so it's full price, which just kind of sucks. But you do get all the DLC, the Vampire DLC, the Werewolf DLC, and you also get Legend of Zelda outfit and sword. So you get his armor and sword to play like Zelda version of Skyrim. So that's cool. Um, there are literally so many games. Lots of, lots of developers are putting out games on Xbox um, and pc or also switch like they're just putting it everywhere not everybody but more and more um so it, it's a different way to experience some of these games that you maybe didn't have time to play before or if you want to go back and play something but you don't want to play it on xbox or pc you cannot play it on your couch or in the car or waiting someplace or whatever you know the, the switch really opens up the ability to play things mobily um but to play things that are need more power than what an iphone can give you perhaps yeah, there's actually also, I'm going to jump in here for a sec, there's also a lot of older, I don't know what's under them because I haven't played them, but basically a lot of older remakes of, like, Japan, like, JRPG type things. Like, if it's a Japanese game, like, that was on 3DS or, you know, a big franchise game, you know what I mean? There's lots of those um, types of games. Uh, there's new versions of them, there's old remastered versions, there's just random ports you know what i mean like all kinds of stuff like that if you're into that like a there, lot of there really is there's lots of jrpgs on there there is so many random games in the shop that get created um there's there's lots of good couch co-op stuff you can play in nintendo switch as monster well hunter, an older version of monster hunter or yeah they have a couple of monster hunters on there now which is awesome you can play online um eh. also we were let's jump into some of our star wars our star wars games we want to talk about here if you ever played star wars episode one pod racer the old school one that is coming mm -hmm. to nintendo switch now um, isn't it already on it um i think it comes out this month sometimes it we may have just come out or it's coming out really soon um gotcha, gotcha. a jedi outcast jedi Knight, jedi outcast you and me talked about we actually both bought it and played it um and it was good it wasn't it doesn't hold up as well as some other older games um but it was fun and, and decent it's only 7.99 right now you can get it on sale but the new version of that which was the last installment thus far in the Jedi Knight uh, series was Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, where you play as Jaden, Kyle Katarn's apprentice, and you're playing in Luke's Jedi Academy, and you get to basically create a character, 
uh, make them look like an alien or a human and choose a gender and choose a lightsaber. And then you play through the game, picking missions you want to do and skipping some and upgrading, choosing new force powers, um, changing your lightsaber eventually. And there's even a light side, dark side twist to the game where you can go and choose dark side or light side. And depending what you do, you either become a dark Jedi or a light Jedi and you can leave the Jedi order, you know? So there's some cool stuff in that game. <clears throat> um, we both played that. So, um, you know, we'll, I'm excited to get in and play that again. I know you left your Switch at my house, so you haven't been able to get it, but you plan to get it and play it, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I do, actually. it was I was a huge fan of it as a kid. When it, when it came out, I was, like, that perfect age of, like, just really starting to get into video games, and I really enjoyed the older ones but wasn't that great at them. I got this one. I'm pretty sure I've played it several times on PC. I think I've played it through on... Or at least played some of it on Xbox or something at one time. Um, it's one of my favorite games. I'm really excited to kind of get back into it and try it out. Uh, just, you know, experiment and have some fun. I, I remember having a lot of fun with that game, and I, I think it'll still be fun. One thing that they brought back um, is multiplayer, which is a pretty huge deal because Jedi Knight Jedi Academy had a really awesome multiplayer scene that lived on way past even the, the normal... Um, the normal life of the game being a campaign and stuff like you buy it you beat the campaign but the multiplayer just lived on and on for years on private servers where you could create your own character and play with other jedis and they had role-playing servers and they also have multiplayer just eight versus eight combat where you can fight eight dark jedi versus eight jedi you know and you all create your own character and your own force powers and your own guns and lightsabers it's like a first person or a third person you can play in first or third person um shooter slash lightsaber with force powers it's like nothing else you've ever seen um, in the Star Wars franchise for video games because it's different than playing Star Wars Battlefront because you're playing a Jedi, right? But uh, most Jedi games, like Knights of the Republic or Jedi Fallen Order, don't have multiplayer. So this is kind of like a really weird... It's a weird spot for the Star Wars franchise in video games, but I think it's totally worth getting and trying out just for the campaign alone, but also for the multiplayer, which goes up to 16 players. Um, I do believe it's only one player per Switch, though. Um... I have a fun question for you. So we're both going to pick it up and play it. Uh, what gender are you going to play? What species? And what's your lightsaber color going to be starting out? Oh, those are good questions. Those are tough questions. Um, there is humans, Kaldesh, which is Plo Koon, um, and there is uh, Twi'leks. And there's the Eeth Koth one with the horns on their head, the Darth Maul species, I think. I think. I might play human, or maybe I'll try Twi'lek if they look cool. I might. I I kind of want to play a male, but if I was gonna play a female, I'd play a male female Twi'lek. Oh, there's Rodians know. as well. I think. Ooh, no, I don't like Rodians. So Twi'lek um, or human? Probably Twi'lek or human. I'm yeah. in the same boat. I always played either. Um, no, I played the the Plo Koon species, which I you think. Did, it, I, yeah. I played him as a male, or I'd play a that female Twi'lek. That was a really cool introduction and odd species to put in the game, but pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's all fully voiced. Um, let's talk lightsaber color. Get a lightsaber. What color are you going with? I was just playing the... the uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, and I beat that game, and I really liked... There was like a... I don't remember if they uh, how much variation they have, but I, there was like a magenta. It was kind of like a reddish, but like not really. It was more like a, a lighter red. I really liked that. Um, Recalling but, from memory, they have... Uh, blue, green, purple, which is like a purpley pink, red and, and yellow. yellow and red. Um, I think yeah. those are the only colors they have. So I, I always I'll used to play yellow, but I 
I like that classic green and blue sometimes. Sometimes if you go dark side past halfway through the game, you might switch over to red. Cause well, you a... could get two lightsabers, and you can do double-bladed as well. I yeah, think. so at a certain point in the game, you're on a mission with Cal Katarn, and your lightsaber gets damaged, and you lose it. Um, and when that happens, you get the opportunity to make a new lightsaber, so then you can choose one dual or double-sided at that point. Again, you get to re-choose the color and everything. But that's the only time in the game where you can change the color or the hilt. Um, yeah. You, you pick it at the start and then you pick it like halfway through and then like three quarters of the way through you get to choose light side or dark side. So the game has some really cool um, yeah. just progression progression through it. Um, I might do green and then maybe I'll switch it halfway if I find something else I like. Here's a pro tip. So, yeah, so you have lightsaber strikes you can do and you can change the stance to be fast, medium, or strong. So you can strike slower but stronger. You can also throw your lightsaber or if you hold down both your attack and your secondary attack you'll do a flourish with the lightsaber. So with the single blade, it's kind of like a sequence of strikes that is uninterruptible. And with dual blades, they spin around you in a circle. And with... Oh, you also have a flurry forward you can do with the dual blades. And the double-sided one, I think, does some kind of like flip cool move. You can also run along walls in the game, jump off walls, do front flips and back flips. And you can even do um, jump attacks and crouch rolling attacks. So if you've never played, um, it's it's a lot more advanced than you would think it is when you just start slashing and fighting. The further you get in the game, the more powers and combos you unlock. That actually, if you use multiple buttons, you can do some really cool stuff. So. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I'm excited. Yeah, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. A must, a must buy if you're a Star Wars fan in, on Nintendo Switch. I'm going to be picking that up within the next week or so here as well. So maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, hmm... We kind of sped through this the second time through, um, but last week we got to talk. I got to talk a lot about Call of Duty, um, and we got to talk a little about crossplay this week. I'm um, still enjoying that a lot. So, um, geez, is there anything else you'd like to cover? Um, actually, uh, that was actually it for me. Um, I think yeah, I think we covered everything. Cool. Well, I hope that everybody enjoyed this episode on mobile slash portable gaming. Um, if you'd like to hear us talk more about a specific topic. Um, shoot us a message. You can find our email or you can Facebook message us or find us in Discord all through the website halffullreviews.com. It's the best way to try to reach us. Um, you know, Let us know what you think. Tell us your thoughts. We might even read your email on air. Um, if you'd like to find people to play with, join our Discord server. And if you'd like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash halffullreviews. Um, and you can also just tell a friend about us. Share, share our podcast with a friend. Share it on social media maybe. Um, follow us on social media. You can find all that from the website as well. And uh, I guess I guess that's it. So until next week, may the force be with you. Peace out. Uh...